This is the War Room Roundtable podcast, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant businessmen and women on the planet. Hear their stories and get the most important business lessons they've learned on the road to success and get exclusive advice on how to implement their successes into your life and business. The War Room Roundtable is brought to you by your hosts, Jason Miller, CEO of Strategic Advisor Board, and Philip Lanos, CEO of Own the Rhythm, and former podcast host for Entrepreneur and Inc. Magazine. Welcome to the War Room. <laughs> oh, man, Jason. Jason, we have done what? Yeah. Like a hundred... 165 oh. episodes, I think, so 165 far episodes. 200 total. It's just we haven't, we're still behind in publishing some. Yeah. So ah, 100 and, ah, 165, <laughs> I think, published. Actual published. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Out of all those, now, it's not about like, oh, what's favorite or what have you, but has it, have any of those episodes giving you a day of inspiration like yourself or maybe one where you took something away from you're like oh i ought to try that in my next meeting or something like that yet god i tell you there's there's been such good knowledge that's came from a lot of it right it's it's kind of hard to like single out one specific but uh one of them that really really like hit me right in the chest was reggie yeah. Reggie was a the sales. Mm-hmm. Reggie was a good one yeah. because it's like you take a very like high functioning NFL player, right. That just decides it ain't for me anymore. Right. And then all of a sudden is out selling makeup door to door on the street. You got a six foot six freaking monster standing at your door. Would you like <laughs> to buy some makeup? It doesn't make sense, man. <laughs> right? And no, nobody who was seeing him knew what he was doing right. was putting himself right. in an uncomfortable position out of yeah. his comfort zone to learn how to do what he mm. knew was going to be important for his objective, right? Which was yeah. learning to sell. Right. No one I know that I've met and I've interviewed, you know, I've interviewed so many people has yeah. had a story about putting themselves in a position to learn sales like that. You're right. Yeah. That's like a whole new level of introducing <laughs> yourself in the fire right there. For sure. That's like Sparta when they were throwing <laughs> right? the kids in with the wolves. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, that's, yeah. that's true, man. That's, that's so true for me. What one of the more recent episodes, and I guess it's because it's recent that it left an impression on me was uh, the one where, you know, we had spoken to Jeff prior and mm-hmm. his, his story at first hit me, you know, and then we moved on and kept like knowing that that was an important thing. We, we kept it in mind and continue to do our episodes. And then we got a chance to interview his partner separately. And I feel like if we interviewed him together, it may not have happened in the same way. But then we got back into the theme. And in between the time we talked to Jeff and then talking to Dion, we had heard from a lot of people about the mental stresses and the, uh, the, the contemplations of, uh, you know, uh, suicides and just like the numbers we were listening to and all that, all the way building up to when we finally spoke to Dion and what they were doing with iRelate. Suddenly I started realizing like just how prevalent this mental health thing goes across the board. And then I thought about my own family and I'm one of 18 siblings and realized, you know, how much hurt there is there. And 
you know, I remember hearing stories uh, or moments where I had to be on the phone and try to figure out how to help someone while I'm not around them. And they're thinking about things that they shouldn't be thinking about because life can get hard. So when I heard what I relate was doing, and then, you know, you were sharing how holidays hit you when it comes to like, you knowing that you have to make those calls and then it's not a fun day, but you're also, you stick to your duty of making those calls. It all started to hit me. And I, and I just realized like, I, and I'm trying to remember what episode it was that we interviewed where someone said, if just one person talks to me today, that they had left a letter when they went to go yeah. do that. And I just thought to myself, good Lord, my heart was literally breaking while we were talking about that because, you know, I've, I've, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not able to escape like every human, the, the idea of potentially feeling down one day. Right. Uh, I try oh, to sure. get myself out of it, but it hit me hard when I heard how many people really deal with this in silence every day. Right. And I say, well, yeah, if I'm not telling people about it, <laughs> I know a lot of the people aren't. And that's that episode, just that idea of being able to share with people. It's kind of against the rules, right? Hey, welcome to Starbucks. How you doing? Do you really want to know how I'm doing? <laughs> yeah, right? Right. right? It's against the rules. It really right. is. Right. Uh, well, it's like, just hit me it's hard. like when, when somebody says Merry Christmas, right? <laughs> I mean, it's a, there's lots of people that would say, well, hey, what the hell so freaking merry about it? Or, or good morning. Yeah, <laughs> great. Yeah, good morning, right? Yeah, take your good morning and shove it up your you-know-what. Yeah. Right? So, <laughs> yeah, man. But You, you but never know what someone's going through. Well, right. And the, the thing about all those sayings is, right, like, uh, you know, how are you today? Do you really want to know, right? So if you don't really want to know, don't, don't ask <laughs> right. the cultural. Yeah. The cultural norm of asking a question that yeah. you, it's a rhetorical yeah. question, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's absurd, sure. man. There's an absurdity to, to our uh, yeah. social norms. Like, yeah, you could just say, Hey, welcome to Starbucks. What are you going to order now? Hey, how are you? Welcome to Starbucks. How can I help you? Right. Don't add the, how are you? You don't want to know how I am. <laughs> right? I mean, you don't really want to. Yeah. Know. Yeah. They, they almost expect you to go, oh, I'm doing fine. Thanks. How are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the expected answer. Well, hey, my day's shit already. How about you? Right? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I have about three months of payroll that I have to backpack, you know, get against, you know, and then I also have a, a business loan that's asking for a certain payment. And, you know, yeah, right. my my supplier in my supply chain, you know, isn't doing what they're supposed to do. And it, it's like, do you really care to know? Yeah, Go, just, right. just bring up my coffee, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then followed by how's your day? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Yeah. But that that's that's just for me, that was that was high impact because as I heard that story, I mean, you remember we talked about like the hat and all the things yeah, that we yeah. can do to sort of help actually make it actionable. And it, it just made me realize. Yeah. And I just I just yeah. realized business owners can do so much for society, man. Entrepreneurs do so much for society. Yeah, I, I can tell you, like today I got off a meeting today and you know, what we did in that meeting today in that 30 minutes, the effect of what we're going to do in that meeting I had today with another company is it's going to impact everywhere, right? And, you know, because the fallout of it all will be so impactful, right? When you bring organizations together, right? And you take this organization has a superpower, right? 
And then this organization has a superpower and then you clash them babies together. And then it's just like, it's fireworks. Right. And that's exactly what happened today. And it's, it's one of those things where, you know, we talk about awareness and how we talk about things. And, you know, these have been conversations we've been having for six months. And today it was just like, boom, it freaking happened. Right. We just went supernova today. And, and the, we finally figured out after we played the dance around each other for, (laughs) for a while that, oh my God, it's right here in our face. This is how we supernova. Right. And bam, it just happened. And that's powerful. That will, that there will be world changing effects out of that deal today. Oh man, I believe it. I believe one of the things that I know uh, you don't often say, but you, you always have in mind is you're a win, 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 win person, right? You're always thinking of how everyone can win. Uh, And I know firsthand and I I know everyone listening knows firsthand. That's not everyone in business, right? (laughs) Some people are like, yeah, I mean, as long as I'm winning, (laughs) what does it matter who else is winning? But that's not the way you do business. And also, you don't need to do business that way. You're in a position to be able to do business the right way, which is something that I'm finding is exclusive really to the energy and the people you surround yourself with and also the orgs that you surround yourself with. I've been I've been either I've had clients, there are orgs like like a like a like a EO and, you know, they're all really, really talented entrepreneurs in their own right. But as far as the way they operate in an organization, they operate way differently there than they do the way they run their own business. And right. it, it blows my mind. Now, maybe it's because if you're not an EOer, then you're not privy to. But I, I've firsthand gone in and interview, uh, edited their interviews and this and that. And I'm not, I'm not throwing shade on the organization. I'm just asking the question, why is it so different when, you know, like it's being run one way, but the people that are part of it are a completely different value set. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, and it, yeah. it really shocked me because then I'll come across an org sort of like uh, one that you work with, with the coin carriers. Right. And suddenly like everyone there is just heart centered, you know, in the way that they operate and, and also very capable and successful. And I think to myself, well, it wasn't that the goal of most orgs to begin with was like to be like, we're going to impact society and so on and yeah. so forth. And then they'd somehow turn into this, uh, like bottom line driven like myself i've been a part of like what you would call the secret societies or what have you and no shade on them but it really like the time has not been kind to them as things have evolved there may have been a time where they were important to society but they turned into like a really expensive dinner club that you're forced to be part of the nonprofit board as a chair that isn't really a relevant chair and there's no esoteric knowledge that's actually relevant to what you're doing I came with most of that before I joined. Maybe for uh, maybe I'm an exception to the rule where some people really do gain knowledge there. But I, I was really saddened because I thought that there would at least be some organization in in this society that would offer that. But right. at the end of the day, the only one that I've seen it really are the coin carriers that that have that have that. Uh, I'm willing to go the extra mile, or I'll. I'll keep others in mind first where others purport that that's what they do. I've seen behavior where that's not the case a lot yeah. more than yeah. enough to go. That's not really how the organ, not very enlightened <laughs> of you, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, right? 
which uh, well, I, makes me I sad think, a little. <laughs> I think I think too. There's an evolution at some point, right? What we as humans we evolve all the time. We're constantly evolving, right? And we get to a place where, like, I've always been about service my whole life. I mean, since I was 18 years old, I have been serving others, right? In some capacity, it's been that way my whole life. And so I think you evolve along the way and you stop focusing on money, right? You stop focusing on money and you start focusing on wealth, right? Wealth is a very big thing, right? Wealth is not just money. Wealth is family, friends, your circle. It's the things that make you happy, the things that fulfill you. Money doesn't fulfill you. Money just buys physical things and, you know, we all need it to live, right? Of course, but but I look at life through the lens of abundance of wealth versus Oh, well, here's, it's raining, you know, $20 bills, right? I mean, that's so shallow. (laughs) It's so shallow thinking, right? And I'm a raging capitalist. You know that for sure. I am a raging capitalist. I love money. I love the things I can do with it. And that's the difference, right? But but your values are also other people, family, health. Because- because you look at it and to do the things that you want to do, like one of my major initi- initiatives is to eradicate veteran homelessness, right? Guess what? That takes a lot of freaking money to oh, do yeah. that. A lot of money. But oh, to yeah. me, that's wealth. That's not being rich. That's wealth. You have to have true wealth to be able to do things like that. There's lots of rich people in the world that that, you know, make a couple million bucks a year, yada, 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 right? That's great, but you can do so much more once you hit wealth, right? Because wealth is all about your circle of influence, right? How you use that circle of influence to get things done. It doesn't, you could be dirt poor and wealthy, right? Man. I have the perfect example of that. <laughs> There's uh, somebody I spoke to yesterday after all of our calls. There's this other uh, thing that I had previously committed to helping complete like 30 episodes of like way before. And uh, it was, it's for this thing called the ERTC, which is like the employee retention credit tax credit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and one of the companies that was sharing their story as being beneficiaries of it, uh, as I was talking to them, it's called Spencer's Place. It's somewhere in some place called Surprise, Arizona. Mm. And uh, and uh, her name is Karen. And she's like, I wish I was in a Karen. And I was like, oh, you know, <laughs> she started going in that direction. But basically her son, she was a school teacher who previously had dreams of being an actress. Uh, but then her son, one of the sons that was born, had was born with Down syndrome. And uh, as he arrived to the age of high school, she started panicking because she realized that he wouldn't have anywhere in the world to like work and like earn a living and like have a place in society. And so 
she started making plans and it took her 12 years because she didn't, she didn't have connections. She, she's just a small oh, business owner sure. to save up money, working four jobs while trying to raise her kids and what have you. Uh, she has four kids, by the way, on top of all that. Uh, and she basically eventually raised enough money to put down a payment on uh, a coffee shop called Spencer's place where yeah. kids who are on, who, who have autism or down syndrome, can be gainfully employed and interact with society. And just as they opened on February, you know, what have you, that March, the COVID pandemic hit. And all the money that she had worked for started going down the drain because they shut down the coffee shops, right? right? And she just kept telling herself. And in other circumstances, this wouldn't work. But she said, you know, if you build it, they will come. She actually brought that up. And I know that we've had this on the show. We're like, Mm -hmm. that's not the case. You need marketing and this and that. But because the purpose of what she's doing in society is so strong, that actually does apply to the problem that she's solving. Because the community wanted to support it as much as they could. Right. Mm -hmm. And they would still show up, but everybody had to wear masks and what have you. But just listening to that story and thinking to myself, there are people solving real, real, real social problems, just like you are with the movements that they're making. And she doesn't have a lot of money, right? but she's wealthy just by doing what she's doing, you know? And I gave her a post call. I, I, I broke it down on some ways that she could turn it into marketing to help raise the profile of what she's doing. All great ideas. And, you know, she herself is struggling, but I could relate because when I was in high school, I was a part of what's called the best buddies program where you, you're, you know, you tag along with a, with, with a kid who was in the special education classrooms. I, I still remember him mm-hmm. payment. And I learned firsthand, you know, they love the same way we love. They get mad the same way we get mad. They'll curse you out the same way you would curse anybody out. And, and they want you to curse them out back, you know, just, <laughs> just, just on that strength. And so I, I could really relate to her journey. And I just thought it was such a powerful story of small business because this is like small business things that like, these are the people that are out there drowning with no programs. So knowing that there was like an ERTC or something like that, like for me, for that business, I was so happy that that existed at all just because of what she's doing, you know? Right. Well, another great example uh, of, we had James on the podcast, right? NBA, NBA all-star, right? Look at, look at his story coming from fame and fortune and, and all the money in the world as an all-star NBA player, right? To nothing, to heart attack, in the hospital, all these things, found out who his real friends were, all these things. But he had wealth still that surrounded him with people, right? So that's why I always say people love to attach all these words, right, to to money, right? And there's so, so many other things. It's a small element. I mean, wealth does include money, right? But but there's so much more to it than just the money side of it. I mean, you know, love, friendship, all these things, all, all those things are more important when you're at H hour laying there about to have your last breath and all those people are around you. That's wealth right there. Yeah. And, and you're not sitting in an empty room. Cause you were a Scrooge all your life <laughs> and a cheap ass and that, that guy or gal. Right. And now you're laying in a hospital bed by your damn self. Finding out how poor around. you really are. Yeah. Finding yeah. out just how poor you really were. 
Oh man. If that doesn't tell you how different a, a role money plays in your life <laughs> and how important where it should sit on the scale of importance, uh, I don't know what will. You're right. You're right. If you can, uh, if you can, if you suspect without a shadow of a doubt that the day you die, there's not going to be anybody who misses you. <laughs> you know, you probably didn't do something right. It's not. It's yeah. not that you're supposed to kiss people's asses or anything while you're going about your day-to-day life, but genuinely there's got to be somebody you care about other than yourself, right? And mm-hmm. how do you how do you maximize it for for as many people as you possibly can? I mean, that's every good entrepreneur we've spoken to finds a way to be more useful to more people. That's just that's just yeah. a fact. And I didn't invent that phrase. It was a uh, uh Gary Shoniger, which I honestly I, I'd love to have him on the show. This dude has mm-hmm. written some interesting things. He wrote this book called who owns the ice house in uh as a, in a partnership with uh, the actual nephew of this guy who had owned an ice house back just as slavery had come to an end and he was doing a lot better than other people but he was eccentric and where entrepreneurs were looked at as eccentric in that way and he had the choice between jumping on the truck and going to work like everybody else still you know doing the work that that had essentially become the livelihood of many at that time or to go work for his uncle in the ice house and over mm. the years, he learned all these lessons and like really started realizing the power of entrepreneurship. And then he went to the big city. I think it may have been Chicago that was the nearest there. And suddenly he had to, you know, mop floors and 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 clean dishes. And he struggled. He's like, well, in my uncle's ice house, I was able to do X, Y, Z and, you know, get results fast. And so it's a really interesting and powerful book about the power of entrepreneurship and the mentality that entrepreneurship can uh, can can cultivate in its own neighboring uh, economy right and it's neighboring social structure so uh yeah actually now that i think about it we should definitely invite them on <laughs> yeah. well that's the really cool thing about business ownership right is you can do so much more with it right than you know just live in your little box of well, this is my business and you know i'm doing this this and this is it right i'm just in this cavity of of self right and, you know, if, if you think a little bigger and wider about how you can strategic partner, how you can do all these things, right? Those are the things that actually help you build the wealth part, right? And, and I, I've said this before, and it's, and, and a lot of people probably are like, yeah, whatever, it's bullshit or whatever. But, but you know what? The universe truly does have a way of coming back and thanking you for the things that you do. I believe that. And it's not really the universe. It's the subliminal things that you've, you've implanted all around you to where people now go, God, you know what? God did me a solid, like 50 times. I'm going to do something right. Yeah. It's not expected. No, you never expect it. But then all of a sudden you have all these good bombs dropping, right? And it's just like love bombs. <laughs> you know, you got a, a client that came in and it's a million dollar client. Well, where'd you come from? Oh, well, so I know Bob and Bob knows Sally and Sally knows Jim. And oh, Jim, God, Jim, I haven't talked to him for it's been six months since I talked to Jim. Yeah, he said, you know, you guys did so much good stuff from him. That's how this shit works, right? <laughs> That's exactly how this works. And the opposite See, is very true too, right? If you're like the, the opposite, opposite person. <laughs> People <laughs> right? hear it even faster than six months. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Because I don't want to say you become an afterthought for people, because that's not what I'm trying to say, but um, people remember good. Yeah. Right. And I, I think people try to make a conscious effort to remember all the all the good things before the bad, right? I think oh, we yeah. try to do that. The demons take over sometimes, <laughs> but but uh, you know, ultimately, I do feel like people are good, right? And everything reciprocates. It just does. I'm, and if you just, I love it. Always, always stay on that mind path of reciprocation. You just can't go wrong. And yeah, sometimes no. it just feels like, man, I just give, 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 give. And then all of a sudden the top pops off, right? <laughs> Might not be this year. Might not be next year. But by God, when it does, it's life changing. Oh, yeah. It's funny. So yeah. We've, we, and we've talked about that on this show too in passing and maybe people missed it. But like it, you look at, you know, childbirth, it takes nine months for it to incubate. Right. Mm-hmm. And then eventually the child is born working on a farm, you know, you plant the seed, it doesn't just sprout immediately, right? You got to sit there and cultivate it. And when Mm. it does, boy, does it change your life, the things that it brings into your life, the the good, the wealth, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, You're right. Everything takes its own incubation period. And you just have to be diligent and know that all the seeds you're planting, they're not, the, the most fertile soil is a soil that believes it will grow something to begin with at all, right? Uh, Because there are many people out there who are like, all right, I'm going to try this positive thinking out, but I don't know if it's going to work. You already, (laughs) (laughs) you failed already, man. Well, I'm not saying not to be, not to be skeptical or something, but you got to give it a fair Mm -hmm. chance, right? You can't just, let's see what this positive thinking can do, but I got to be honest with you. I'm not thinking so positively about it already. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and, and, and that's <laughs> definitely a thing. I mean, it is, you have to wake up every day and be jazzed about what you're doing for sure. Yeah. Cause if you're not, man, that may, that makes life really hard. And that's, that goes for everything in life. You got to wake up jazzed and roll over and you know, your, your spouse is there and you smile. Right. Yeah. And then your kids come running out and punch in the nuts and you still <laughs> smile, right? Yeah. Love my life. <laughs> right? Or whatever, you know, that happened to me this morning. By the oh, way. man. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, my God. It's oh, like, uh, really? <laughs> mm. Thank like that, you. That Thank movie you. With, uh, yeah. with Adam Sandler. What's that movie called? I think it's called Big Daddy. Damn you, yeah. Scuba Steve. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? uh, but it's all those things you can either like dwell on them all day and be pissed off and and stew over stuff, or 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 you just go, you know what? Uh, piss yeah, gosh, right. It happens. So what? Let yeah. it go. Let it go. Let it go. And, and you on. can almost you can almost tell the way your day is going to go by your ability to do that to begin with, oh, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And no that's toothpaste not to say, in the toothpaste tub. Oh yeah, God! Yeah. Oh, no that's, parking. <laughs> yeah, that's not to say we all don't have bad days because that'd be like a really bad lie. We all have a bad day. I have bad days. Right? Oh yeah. So didn't sleep enough. But, so, uh, yeah. And those are days. You know what? You don't spread that virus. You do you a, just you 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 just go and sit in a chair, pull a book out, read a book, try to play get it your, close to the chest. <laughs> yeah, right. Try to get your shit straightened out in your head, right? 
And oh, then when man. you when you got it straightened out in your head, go about doing your thing. But we all have a you know, don't spread the virus. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> cancer, whatever you want to call it. Man, you know what's funny is I had recently signed up to the gym to try to solve that very like that interesting thing that happens when you do too much sitting and too much working and mm-hmm. not enough living. And the gym was okay. I hit the treadmill, you know, I did. That's really what I was using it for. I could go to the beach close by, but what finally did it for me was I just went down into the garage that I'm at and just threw on some music and started, you know, going back to what I know, like shadow boxing and really getting into a pushups in the middle of mm. uh, shadow boxing. And man, I felt alive. And I was like, wait, what am I paying a gym for? I just need to <laughs> punch the air a few times, throw some kicks out, you know, do a couple of pushups, some crunches. And all of a sudden I feel like, you know, I just uh, tamed a saber tooth tiger and I come back and I can face the day. And I, I'd forgotten what that felt like because running on a treadmill doesn't do it for me. Doing yeah. pull-ups on a pull-up bar doesn't do it for me. Running across the ocean can be nice, but I, I apparently I have a savage beast in me. And if I just exhaust it, then yeah. I can go back to being a human being. And I didn't know that until just barely recently. Yeah. I always feel like I wake up every morning and it's like, this is Sparta. (laughs) (laughs) To me, that's that's how I wake up kind of jazz like that every day. It's like, this is Sparta, right? (laughs) Go conquer the world today, right? Yeah. Because you got to bring energy to the world, man. You have to get up and bring energy and bring your A game every day, right? Yes. And you know what? After a while, that does get taxing. I will say (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i got my b game today sorry guys <laughs> but it's knowing when to admit you're on your b game <laughs> yeah yeah right? and which is a clear sign for you to actually yeah. take some time to yourself and yeah, you know right? reevaluate yeah. is so what does it for you is actually reading you, you were mentioning sitting back and reading or what do you usually well do? i'm not a big reader i like the audio stuff but, yeah 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 um, but my thing is like I get on YouTube and I just like, I find like the most Jack Assery videos that there are to watch. (laughs) Just a smile laughing. I just sit there and laugh and nothing to do with reality. Right. Like, (laughs) no, no, nothing to do with reality at all. Right. Cause it just takes you out of that, that like production space yeah (laughs) even if it's just for like 45 minutes it just takes you out of that production mode all the time yeah and it's like you can just be a mindless monkey just for like (laughs) just just internal quiet right right yeah right i I don't have to think about planning i don't have to think about you know what's the next strategy for this or that or whatever it's just nope veg out on mindless monkey stuff Right. There's a place for it in the world, man. Mm-hmm. There really is. There really is. Yeah. Cause I don't watch TV. Yeah. I haven't watched TV for probably well, minus cartoons with the kids in the morning. Yeah. Oh yeah. You can't but skip like that. <laughs> but like, like really watch TV. I haven't watched TV for like, Oh, six. have you seen the new game of Thrones? You're like, I can't even tell you what throne is whose game. <laughs> it's probably 2014. Wow. Yeah. That's a while I just, back. <laughs> I don't bother myself with it. Well, not really you don't. not have the time, right? But, you, <laughs> but it's not no, doing you any just, favors. Well, I just don't find there's anything interesting on it. So that's also true. Production you know, quality is kind of <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, during so during the the football season. Well, I shouldn't say I don't, but um, like every Monday night, me and my neighbor, uh, he he's one of the ex CEOs of Oracle. 
And so we get together every Monday for like two hours and we'll watch a sport, but we oh, don't, that's, really a, that's a social it, gathering. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's but a we don't really watch a sport. We really yeah. just smoke cigars, drink scotch and, and just bullshit. And that's yeah. really what it is. That's, Every that once that in just a happens. Might, the yeah. what's the word I'm looking for? The ruse or the 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 pretense yeah. it's under is all right. sports, right? But uh, right. but really, it's just two guys getting together to talk shit. <laughs> that's it. Because my wife, she just she's because it's not football season, right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's always going to Don's <laughs> to watch football, right? And then she's like, "Oh, what are you guys watching t- tonight? Women's figure skating?" Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not football season. Yeah, but it yeah, ain't yeah. football season. So what are y'all watching tonight? Uh, <laughs> it's fun though. It's all like you know. Fun. You know that's not why I go over there. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's she knows Jesus. Yeah. It's you know she she definitely knows it's for. And he's just turned eighty one. So wow. So, you know, and he's, uh, he's a widower. Oh, wow. So, you know, for me, it's like, I'm getting to be his son, really. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, cause his son lives way over in the whole other side of the planet, basically over in Virginia. So he doesn't see him, but once a year. And so it's kind of like, you know, on both of the, he was a, he was a former Marine, uh nom vet and you know my military so it's we got wow. that yeah. marine army fodder back and forth all the time you know right? <laughs> always a pleasant one there <laughs> oh yeah i mean it's just it's all in fun right oh yeah you know he'll call me up one morning he'll be like uh hey you think you can pick me up in the morning and take me down to the doctor's office i need to be down there with five, at five o'clock i know you goddamn army guys don't get up that early but <laughs> <laughs> so that's it's almost a that, challenge <laughs> it's just that fun stuff you know and uh no but he's serious too <laughs> he's not it's playing kind of, uh it's kind of like grand torino <laughs> oh shit yeah okay okay get off my lawn <laughs> oh no the ghost of christmas past <laughs> yeah right oh, oh but he's he's a lot of fun though he's a i love that you bring that up though because uh, i i think this is a, a great way that we're taking it in is as entrepreneurs right we get so caught up in work and you know yeah. there's there's the, the way that we let off the steam uh and being able to appreciate those that we spend that time with right mm-hmm. it's it's important to reflect and go, wow, like imagine if you didn't have those people near you, like, what would you be doing? Life has a way of taking care of things for you. If you just, like you said, keep positive, stay aware of what's around you and give, 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 right? Imagine if those people weren't around you, the people who you spend the most time with when you're not working, how different you'd literally be the difference between wealth and being poor, right? Like not Mm -hmm. having that in your life, which has been the central theme of this conversation is yeah. others and how that makes a difference in our lives so when you go back to doing what you're doing running your company being responsible for people's livelihoods and all the other stresses that come your way just remember that there are people out there who love you no matter what you look like <laughs> that's it doesn't matter what flavor of kool-aid you drink <laughs> yeah, so man. somebody will always be there for you as long as you're not a dick yeah it's it's not very hard to not be a dick, by the way, right? It's like it's, it's really like, <laughs> easy to it's easier to be nice than it and is. Some people go out of their way, yeah. <laughs> right? 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 Totally. 
It is. It's really easy to be a good person. I mean, holy crap. The bar is set pretty low these days. It is. (laughs) I mean, it's like, what the hell are we talking about that? Oh, authenticity, right? Yeah. When when did this become so hard? It's a basic human skill for crying out loud. Why do we have to so much? (laughs) Why do we have to work to be authentic? I mean, you're you. Is it that hard to be you? (laughs) Yeah. It's like, it's like people walk around with this chip on their shoulder. Like they're the yeah. only ones that have had the hard life. And so now life yeah, owes them something right. like join the club. Everybody's busy. Everybody's been hurt. Everybody's, right. you know, everybody's had to fight tooth and nail. And even the ones that feel like they haven't and did give, did have a silver spoon placed in their life. That's a burden. You don't want to wish on anybody, man. Cause now you don't even know what it's like to fight for what you want in life. And that's a handicap. Right. If anything. That's like or it's creating the it's creating the opposite effect, right? Because now you have issues in here, oh, right? Because yeah. everybody just thinks, oh, you're just the golden spoon, yeah, right? You're the golden spoon, uh, you know, uh, what do you call trust fund baby, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Talk about- you have no you have no idea what they've been through, but you yeah. label them, right? Right away. Right, right away. away. Yeah. And who knows what struggles they went through? No idea. No, I didn't, man. You know, somebody, I I love that you said that somebody, I went to old Navy yesterday to buy a sweater, right? Just Mm -hmm. a casual shopping day. And as I was leaving, all I hear is beep, beep, beep. I'm like, what? And then like, nobody stops me. So I'm like, okay. I waited for a second. Nobody came to the door. I go home. Sure enough, there was still a tag on the sweater that I bought. And I thought to myself, mother, (laughs) you know, my first inclination was like, now I got to go back there. I got to and 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 uh my, my girlfriend bless her heart she was like well you know she did look a little stressed out and you don't know what could have happened to her today right and i was like yeah well i mean fair enough it, she could have literally lost someone in her family that day maybe been fired and was finishing the day at work you, you don't know you don't know and i'm complaining about a 14 dollar sweater i bought that was already on sale it was already having a good day as it was right, right. it wasn't it wasn't 30 dollars it was 14 dollars and i'm like now i got to go back but I caught myself and I was like, wow, you just showed me the blind spot that I had. I, I could have yeah. easily kept running my mouth and talking about, oh, look at this girl, can't even do her job. And I didn't, it was all reactionary. I don't know where it came from. It was mostly just me upset at the idea of having to drive back. You know? <laughs> but <laughs> but it's, it's little things like that that really define our character, right? Mm-hmm. Anybody can look cool, calm, and collected, especially when it's a big event taking place. And all right, everybody stay calm. But it's the little things that happen in the middle of your day, that those are the ones that like makes me know for me, I need to work on patience right. with others. Right. Cause that just goes to show how I treat myself when I get something wrong. Yeah. You know, right. like, can you imagine? That's what I say about a cash register. When I, when it's me, I'm, I'm even more like you. Fucking, and I didn't know <laughs> this. And I'm like, where did I get this from? You know, man, I'm an angry child. <laughs> right. But it's true, man. It is. It is true. Well, here's a, something that's prevalent, right? In that silver spoon family, right? So that silver spoon is there because of a reason, right? And typically, you know, mom or dad or both, right? Or, uh, and I, I know a perfect example of this. Um, mom and dad work so much that the kids get ignored. Sure. Money, 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 money. Just but don't get in the way of me making money. Right, right. right. M- money doesn't buy those children going through their life having their parents there. Right. 
And now kids are teenagers. They're pissed off. You know, they hate their parents. Every time they try to talk to their parents, like, hold on, I'm on the phone. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll get to it. Blah, 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 blah. Right. And so it's a whole different set of challenges. Yeah. There. Imagine sure. feeling invincible to invisible to yeah. the people you love the most. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. You got all the wealth or all the money you ever could ever want. But what nothing. you didn't, it means nothing. It means shit, right? If you don't have love and compassion in your life, because we right. are humans of love and compassion. That's, we all want that. We want to feel accepted, loved, all those things. It's a basic human thing. Every animal that has freaking warm blood running through it, a two fox, I watched two fox right out here on my road. Just this morning, I watched them come together and they embraced. And then he put the, I don't know, the one of them put their paw up over the top of the nose and they were rubbing each other and all this stuff. That's wealth right there. Well, yeah, that's just true. on just in the animal planet. They don't right. have any damn money. So. <laughs> <laughs> they don't need it. They got it better figured out than we do, man. That's for yeah. sure. Like, what is the what is the point of a Gucci sweater if you don't have the warm embrace of the people you care about the most, right? Like, that sweater isn't going to do for you what it, what what a, a good friend or, or a loved one will do for you. So create both. Yeah, and both of you wear Gucci sweaters. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh man, I love it. I think uh, I think this was a great uh reflection episode on just yeah. coming back to brass tacks, right? Don't forget that there are others in this world and that's why you're doing this. You you didn't start out doing this just to make money, right? So don't get lost in the sauce. <laughs> that's it. Don't get lost in the sauce. Let's end it there. <laughs> right on, man. All right. All right. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers, brother. Thanks for listening to the War Room Roundtable with your hosts, Jason Miller and Philip Lanos. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates. And always remember, if you can dream it and believe it, then you can go achieve it. We'll see you in the next episode.